1: Hey Will, what's going on, man?
0: Hey, dude. What's going on with you?
1: Not much. It's uh to uh I guess kind of date these. Uh it's Sunday night, so it's uh kind of a nice time to to wind down and relax. Um We
0: we actually just recorded with
1: uh Laura Ricketts' husband. Yeah, yeah. Uh he, he was fantastic. Uh, I, I can't wait for people to hear all about uh Mr. Ricketts. Yep. The wonderful Mister Rickett, yep. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's Sunday night, you know. It's a time to kind of wind down and relax. I like to wind down with uh, with either some games on my phone. Um, a couple that I that I've been playing uh, recently have been Sporkle. You heard about this? It's uh oh it's yeah, a that's a trivia
0: game, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, trivia. Lot lot of quizzes on there.
0: Sporkle, I love Sporkle. Um, I have so I recently have for the first time in the past I think as an adult, I am the owner of a laptop now. Um, hey. I have previously done everything on my phone uh, gaming uh, stuff for work um, just uh, every communication everything's been on my iPhone right um, but since I got my laptop what have I been addicted to? Free cell free cell. Like the thing that like you know moms have been playing since like 1997, right? Uh, it, it that's that's the number one thing I want to do with it is just play free sell. Uh So between that uh, games, uh, free sell and I play a lot of Call of Duty Mobile. Uh, have you played that yet?
1: I haven't played that one. Um, I've uh, been wasting my time on a, another website called uh, GeoGuessr. Uh, it's kind of a scavenger hunt. They drop you into like a Google map, and you have to kind of pinpoint where you are dropped in. Uh, Speaking of dropping in and and wasting your time on websites, uh, Mark, formerly of Reddit, is here. Mark, how you doing, man? Good to see you. Hey, guys. Good evening. Uh, Mark,
0: uh, the artist formerly known as Mark from Reddit, now he is uh, uh, colloquially known as LebaFan. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, this is the best name I could come up with in a panic when I had to get rid of my reddit username so i'm just levitard fan account now or something i don't even it's not great
0: (laughs) it's uh it still gets the point across you were still the numero uno fan uh, of of all the fans as far as we're concerned um uh yeah so the first question we usually start off with, which we don't want to dox you too much for fear that people will show up at your front door with pitchforks and torches and whatnot. Uh, uh, where are you from exactly? Where Where is your home base?
2: So I am just west of Grand Rapids, Michigan, So, which is basically west central Michigan. I've been here okay. most of my adult life. Grew up a couple hours north, right on Lake Michigan. So yeah, been here a while
0: okay so you are are claiming uh to all of our listeners that you are not mike ryan correct
2: i am not i've actually never even been to miami i've lived in michigan my entire life i lived i've lived within 180 miles of the same spot my entire life so i'm okay. not
0: okay
2: i'm not mike Ryan.
0: all right listen carefully listeners this might all be a ruse we might have hired a voice actor and given them a script uh so it's it's up to you to figure out whether whether this is all true or not. Um uh Mark, tell us a little bit about your your family. I know you have uh more kids than I think I can count to. Um uh how, how many how many kids you got running around these days?
2: So yeah, my claim to fame is I have five kids um ranging from almost 13 and I have twin boys who are 3. So we wanted one more kid and we got twins. So, Damn. you know, imagine you go to the ultrasound and they, you know, put the thing on the screen and it's it was clear as day. Where it was like, boom, boom, two of them. And we just like, you know, panic. Like, what do we do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot. Cause I used to, she always wanted five. I'm like, five is crazy. Like, five's weird. Like, no one's right, normal has right. five kids. Like, you can't get people on a car. It's impossible. And then, sure enough, I talk her down and we still get twins.
0: So, yes, I have, I have five. It's a lot. It's a lot the universe agreed with her uh no 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 way like what a uh man what what a a a mic drop moment for your wife if she wanted five kids and you were like no there's no way like let's the five is absurd and then the universe uh says mark shut the fuck up i've got this and gives you five anyway (laughs) it's amazing
2: so, yes it, well and actually she was not real thrilled either because you know twins is hard to carry so she was you know she was upset yeah. it took a while to yeah. get her uh, you know she was to get excited again but
0: right, you know, right it's
2: she comes from a big family so like she has uh what six siblings four adopted they always did foster care at her house like i was dating wow. her we go visit her parents house there's just like random babies everywhere like would have kids for a week they'd they'd have kids for like like literally a year and a half they'd have a baby they'd be watching until a home was found they're just like babies everywhere so she's just kind of used to it so i got used to it So like it's just i guess it's we're just meant to be i guess have a bunch of kids around
0: well that's a beautiful story that yeah it is it is yeah you were uh, she was you were no i am good i am absolutely good my oldest is uh 21 and my youngest is 15 now so Uh, Way past that point. Um, I do not feel like trying to uh, get a seventh grader to do a test or study for anything. Um, uh, I'm great in that department. Um, Tell us a little bit about in your um, spare time that you're not producing the number one sports podcast in the nation. What do you do uh, uh, to support uh, all those children you got?
2: So I work well, thankfully, in the alcohol industry. So it keeps me calm. Um, never in
0: short supply, right?
2: Never in short supply. So yeah, I work for a large alcohol supplier and I run, it's it's basically like a hybrid job of it's kind of sales and kind of analysis for certain retailers. So, um, you know, I, I just sit in my basement with all my monitors and run reports and send emails and things like that. So it's a fun job, it's a great company, but yeah, it's done me all the alcohol business.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, there's uh, there's lots of, being in the alcohol business does not uh, always mean that you are uh, front and center with the actual alcohol product. Uh, right. Lots of uh, bells and whistles that have to be uh, run behind the scenes, right?
2: Yeah, I always say like people think it's like, I just have like, I'm just pounding booze all day. Like, that's what it is. I'm like, you couldn't tell what I was, you could, it could be socks I'd be selling. I'm still looking at Excel and like, there are perks yes. to it obviously, but like 99% of the time, there's no difference in, Anything else you'd be selling in the world. So
0: right right
2: it's still fun though, especially when there's not a pandemic, the trips are a little bit more fun than the average trip. And you know, it's sure. still a part of the business. So it's, it's a good time.
0: I hear that. All right. So uh moving on to the the reason that you're here, can you tell us a little bit? I, I know for some folks it was a gradual process. Um for others it was kind of like a lightning moment. Uh basically the moment that you got the show for the first time.
2: I was a big Bill Simmons guy. And then he said he was going to be on Levitard to talk about the big three. And I always liked Levitard from PTI and the whole BAM thing. I thought it was funny. So, um, and then when I heard the show, just to hear the interview, I was like, this is awesome. And like, I don't think I've missed a show since. And that was like, what, 2011? So right. it was just like an instant thing where I'm like, oh yeah, I always liked Dan. And this show was funny. And that was back when Hawkman was on. It was kind of goofy. And so like from then on, I was just I was hooked. So. It's been about ten years.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I, I know a lot of a lot of people came to to listen to the show for the first time when they they went national national, you know, um, uh, uh, and others. You just, I, f- I feel like the show has like tripled in size just over the past five years. Um, uh, I don't know. That's that's what it seems like to me. I have no no for sure sense of it, that, but it, yeah. it seems like that.
2: Yeah, the nat- the the whole national move was a big deal. And like you can see it's like different pockets of the country that picked it up like it's actually pretty big in Michigan just because a lot of we don't we don't have a ton of. Big local shows over here so that's kind of like the show people listen to over here randomly like kind of why Michigan special and then you see like the Fort Wayne people so it's like any market that really embraced it seems that it got really popular. Um, So yeah you can definitely see it's it picked up pretty huge.
0: So uh. Since you've been listening, or maybe this—the uh, the answer to this next question—happened before, and you've gone back and heard it. Uh, what, what's been one of your favorite moments uh, that you've heard on the show?
2: My favorite moment, or one of them, um, I do love the Billy Gill home run call, which happened to be in my newly invented Hall of Fame, the first entrance in it.
0: That's right. So that's right.
2: It's just. It's so like the timing seemed like it was almost fake. You know, you couldn't draw it up in a lab or write it up like it was absolutely perfect. And then Dan absolutely ruining it with his screaming and yelling was funny. And it's like it was this really a, a perfect moment. So I, that's one of my favorites. Um, and then for awkward sake, like the John, Jonathan Coachman, the black is he black or not moment, which is so ridiculous if you listen back to it. That's also up there as well. Um, and then all the games from back in the day, the Hawkman games but you go on YouTube, there's like eight hours of Hawkman games. And i laugh every time. Still, it's so stupid, so dumb, but I laugh every time. So those three come to mind immediately.
0: The first example you gave the, uh, the Billy Gill home run call, uh, they could have tried that a thousand more times and it would not have been as perfect as it was naturally. That was the epitome of radio lightning in a bottle. Um, And the Jonathan coachman uh, situation is probably my favorite moment from the show and it's also one of my most frustrating moments from the show because anytime Dan brings it up he never gives the context for it he always uh, tells Stu uh, uh that he always just says that Stu Gatz had to apologize for not knowing that Jonathan Koshman was black but there's never anything uh, in addition to it and it always frustrates me I always want Dan to actually explain uh explain what's so funny about it well
2: now now um, I, I think back i'm like it was because his wife said he wears a lot of makeup
0: yeah yeah but or like, no hit the tanning tanning bed
2: the tanning bed yeah okay see that's right it's been so long i don't even remember the content you're right that's exactly. the problem.
0: yeah <laughs> exactly it was a it was a weekend observations uh Stu gots, uh <laughs> brought up and and the funny thing to me is I have no idea whether his wife was actually involved in it. It's Stu right? Right. Who knows whether she was the one that actually uh, made the tanning bed comment. Uh, but also a perfect example of Stugatz's stupid lovability in that, uh, he wasn't, he, you know, he didn't get in trouble for that. Why? Because nobody in their right mind thought Stugatz was actually like, uh, you know, being right. They know he's that dumb sometimes, right. you yeah. know, it was, it was, <laughs> it was kind of a, a pure moment. All right. So, uh, besides yourself, um, who would be one of your favorite members of the levitard show universe you can't choose mike ryan because it's obviously just picking yourself and we don't allow that here
2: um i'm a a cody family fan so okay when when chris was let go um i i guess i relate to chris a little bit uh or or you know he was a young dad and you know he got let go it kind of hit me and i was like this sucks so that's why i went nuts on twitter and i was like tweeting every link Mm -hmm. to to have people get behind him so yep. uh, I just love his his joy, his shaking, his dancing, his his jiggling, and then uh, obviously Greg is just my favorite part of the show and makes me laugh just consistently more than anybody. So I'm I'm very pro Cody.
0: Oh, I mean that's, that's, you can't go you can't go wrong with any of the Cody's, uh, and uh, I'm blanking on Chris's mother's name, Greg's wife know either, um, and also
2: That sounds right. I don't know if that's right or not. It I
0: have no it idea. Right. <laughs> I think it I does sound just, right. I think I'm just. I, I, I think it's Darlene. Uh, uh, so so when, when I've the, I believe that they've had her on the show very briefly, but she's been wonderful. Uncle uh, Uncle, Uncle Dick, Dick Cody. Yeah. Yeah is is amazing, and yes, I, I as far as I'm concerned, I want the the entire Cody family to be on air more often. I would, I would love for them to have their own podcasting family.
2: Erlene
0: yeah, That's okay. it. Erlene. Yep.
2: And Chris has been always been very cool with me. Like uh, we DM on a semi regular basis and he's, he's always very appreciative of stuff I do. And, um, sure. sure. So I think we get along pretty well. And so,
0: yeah, very pro Cody. Absolutely. Great answer. Can't go wrong with that. Um, okay. So, uh, we're going to skip over. Obviously, I think we lured you in to uh, appearing on our podcast from time to time. So I'm going to skip over the part where uh, I ask, how did you join uh, the Lauer After Hours? Um, you you, uh, thankfully turned out to be a, a pretty rad guy and a, a cool dude to talk to. But um, obviously, we we're kind of after that follower count uh, as well. i um, not going to not going to beat around the bush, you know. Uh, you, you, you were wonderful. You're a great guy, but I mean, there's Stu Gatz in you. all of us, right? How
2: dare I'm you? six hundred. Sixty followers. Uh, Clout chaser.
0: Look, so look you've, You have turned into my favorite Lower Ranger of everybody. Thank okay? you. I,
2: like, I appreciate you. You've never said this before. I don't think. So here's have, a funny story. So I was tweeting or not tweeting. I was texting with Steve. Stupid Steve, you know, mentioned on the show lately. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Stupid Steve,
2: yep. And I was sending him like updates every day how many followers I was away from 50,000. And it was like 200. the next day, like 188. I was getting so close. And then the whole Amin thing happened. And I've lost like 2,000. Like, I was it was literally counting down. I was getting so close and Amin happened. Now I dropped like 2,000. Like, I was literally texting him every day how close I was just to That's be a as hard ass. And then now I'll never get 50,000. Never going to happen. <laughs>
0: well not with that attitude come on as mm-hmm. soon as this drops people are going to be like you know what that dude he's real as hell like we, we love him and uh the interview with uh laura rickett's husband uh yeah. you asked actually what what his favorite hip-hop album was so uh that, that was a fantastic one. like you're, you're just an all around you're good on the mic i wish you would join us more often quite frankly um um you're you're good on the mic and also you retweet the episodes that you're on so that also <laughs> helps us you know is kind of a uh scratch our back you know
2: i'll retweet more i'm sorry i know my job
0: (laughs) i'm just i'm just joking no Uh, we love you we love you um so okay gotta get kind of serious for a moment um what is your second favorite color
2: boy i'm gonna go with i'm seriously thinking about this too much uh i know (laughs) blue is one I'm gonna go with uh, green.
0: Okay, green, and blue is your first favorite color. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Is any shade of blue, or just the entire mm. blue? Color? I like a
2: lighter, brighter blue. Okay. Does that make sense? Kind of like
0: an electric blue.
2: Yeah, I like a okay. nice blue. Okay.
0: Like a like a like a ninety seven Dodge neon. Yes electric blue. Okay. Loving the. End. Excellent. I uh because of my day job I relate colors into like car models and stuff. So like uh burgundy is like a uh 98 Mitsubishi Eclipse burgundy, you know, um that that type. It you know, dredges up an image almost immediately. All right, Mark, so uh this is usually the moment where I ask what has been one of your favorite moments? on lower after hours, you can answer that, or, uh, you can, uh, bring up the fact that you've been on a couple of actual episodes of the Dale Levitard hard show. I think at this point, um, you know, what, what's, what's been because of the nature of your kind of relationship with the show, building that fan community on Reddit and whatnot, um, they have, uh, incorporated you a few times, uh, into local hours. And I think, uh, was it a mystery crate that you were on?
2: two mystery crates i was on
0: two mystery crates okay
2: so i got to interview mike ryan and then obviously with dan recently
0: sure which was very cool so no uh that's
2: obviously been the highlight of all this that when i create a little the reddit would have existed somewhere because reddit's very popular obviously it's like the most popular website on the internet so there would have been a community there at some point uh i'm glad i thought of it first and i was able to kind of you know get to know these guys from the show and Literally be on a podcast with them, which is it's pretty cool. It was was actually the the last one with Dan was 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 awesome. Like they're actually like running a show during it. He's playing bits. He's doing uh, Rick Springfield's favorite colors during it in the middle. Like it was, and being able to talk to Dan and like both on the show and before and after was was awesome. That was very cool. So uh, that's been highlight of my little fandom experiences so far. And then hour after hour has been great too. So during the pandemic, like. We're all sitting at home. I, I, I kept myself separate, like anonymous until one night I was drunk in Boston and I got weepy about girl dad stuff when Kobe passed and I uh-huh. posted a photo of my daughter on Twitter and I showed my face for the first time. And I had three people who I knew in real life DM me and said, you're the Reddit guy? Like They had no idea. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah. then, but I guess long story short, like this past year, I've got to know you guys and you know, uh, I've just been more open with people fans of the show and you know met a lot of, got a lot of uh friends in the past years so it's been good that experience has been great I, you know we have 15 000 group texts on twitter now with everybody and yeah we do it's been fun it's been good so we're all sitting home in our basement so it's been nice
0: to have some people to talk to the friends we made along the way that's the like that's that. the real best nice moment of the Love show yeah okay uh the flip side of that question what's the weirdest dm you've ever gotten
2: um i had a guy <laughs> trying to buy the account that was weird um he offered what he what's off- the off-
0: highest, offer, well, highest offer you've gotten?
2: he offered me i think a hundred dollars and i said i i feel like that's low for you know almost 50,000 i got him up to like 300 and then i think i told you guys his username and then you guys kept dming him harassing him uh that's been weird and you know i i get some people who come at me who are obviously uh unwell whether they're like q people who like if i post anything political which occasionally i do because i can't help it um some weirdos there but by and large nothing too crazy um you know it's all pretty tame it's just more people like who hate me because i they got banned from reddit or etc the whole i mean thing i got obviously called racist three times and people uh being very not nice to me so that wasn't fun i don't part of your question well, that's right
0: good yeah. well uh, uh the lesson to take away from uh from this episode is to send more more weird stuff apparently yeah the, nothing uh, for for fifty thousand followers that's that's uh that's pretty tame
2: yeah i don't nothing comes to mind where i'm like that was a weird experience so <laughs> that's, that's all.
0: good that's yeah good. i'm glad i'm glad you're having a good time on the internet just a cool dad surfing the web
2: that's what i'm doing
0: well mark thank you very very much uh for joining us for this edition of get to know your lower rangers and uh for anybody i cannot imagine there's a single person alive that is listening to this that doesn't know your twitter handle but it did change recently so maybe maybe that is the case what's your twitter handle now so i'm at
2: levitard show fan i know the goal of the account is if you'd like to show you like to follow it's i still try to aggregate anything show related and retweet it and sure. make stupid jokes but try to do, do it before anyone else does which is also and
0: you difficult. you did recently start uh a hall of fame correct
2: i did so i'm trying to make myself do one a week i'm already falling behind week two uh <laughs> but i'm real i'm my goal now is trying to find my place in the world and the fan community and i think it's going to be to kind of aggregate clips and make sure the old stuff is saved somewhere and if you want to find a classic clip i'm trying to create a resource where you can find it that's kind of in my head right now um depending on what world of sui looks like on their end if they're going to do that i'm not really sure um right. so I'm not really sure i'm going to do with this account long term but that's my latest adventure
0: so we'll see awesome awesome well mark thank you once again for joining us on this edition of get to know you allow
1: Of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history.